What's good, people? It's your boy, Icarus. Great. What? <laughs> and also in the building is the executive producer, Prima Diva. Hello, everyone. And this is Gray Area Anime. Check it out. Picture, if you will. Dig, if you will. Picture. You. And I engaged in watching anime. The sweat of the tension covers me. Tell me, Amelia, can you picture this? Return by season dos. I would like to point out that I did not step all over any of that. And no, I feel didn't. like I probably should have. <laughs> no, I feel like that was the moment. If I was going to do it, that this was it. This is what it, oh, that's my mic falls. This is what it sounds like. Is it? When ReZero starts again. Oh, I thought you were going to say when Amelia cries or something like that. Something she hasn't like, cried yet. We're good. When Patrash cries. Patrash didn't cry either. So She did later. <laughs> you just, you, okay. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be using this so early. Um, thought maybe you'd get a couple more words in and that you'd be able to, uh, you know, work Rude. on some things. Anyway, so we're here to talk ReZero, obviously. Season oh, yeah. 2, episode 28, entitled The Long-Awaited Reunion. Um, They are moving fast. Super it, fast. It feels like. Yes. Um, and we only say that cause just because novel-wise, it just seems like they are packing a lot into um, these two episodes, or it's been three. So these three episodes that um, season two have been jam-packed with. Mm-hmm. A lot. Oh yeah. Um, this one starts where the last one left off. Uh, he's in the middle of a tea party with Ekadana. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always interesting to see Subaru interact with people, uh, first times, especially when he has a mission at hand. His IDGAF uh, nature. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, his. Fly by the seat of my uh, pants, carefree. E, yeah, his E factor, his Amelia factor. <laughs> when the Amelia factor is high, it's like, look, I need to make sure she's all right. Because um, the last thing he saw was Amelia passing out in the carriage, and now he's woken, or not woken, but walked into this different place um, where he's met the Witch of Greed, Akadana, like I said. Um, she wants to have a conversation with him. She's like, she's so cerebral. It's like almost, uh, what do I want to say here? You, you, you're taking it back a little bit. Um, and it's interesting to see her character development. 
Um, because reading, you kind of get a sense of her personality, but having it illustrated, um, having it voiced, um, is a completely different realm unto itself. So now you're presented with this very analytical person who you can also tell is analytical to the point of greed, if you will. Um, she wants to know everything and she knows that she knows a lot. Um, she feels that she knows a lot and it's intensive. Um, so we're like looking at, cause we've only, let's see, we haven't met any of the witches. Um, we've seen glimpses of the witch of envy. Um, but this is our first time getting to actually talk to one. Um, we've gotten to talk to, uh, who was it? We got to talk to who was it? Who was that? Who did we get to talk to? Um, in terms of witches? Yeah, I'm trying to think. We did not talk to any witches prior to this. Oh, no, no, no. That's what I was trying to say. We got to see, um, Amelia when she got mad. Yes. Which is similar to kind of like this feeling that you'll get from a kid in a, oh, yes, 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 yes. uh, later in this conversation. So anyway, she's asking him all these questions. She's introducing herself like, I know that there's things that you want to ask me. Mm, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know there's things you want to ask me. What were you about to say? And to the like in terms of them compressing a lot of information, um, which I, I love that they do not waste a moment in this anime. They give you like every single moment they have, they spend it giving you information that is world building character development. Like they, they utilize their time. Well, so in her expression of how smart she is, she literally introduces every other witch and tells you a brief bit of her, of the other witch's history and I find that so ironic because they're talking about, um, and I was just about to look it up. I can't remember which witch it is, but one of them heals people by beating them up. And she, because of, she was, you know, um, a witch during like the war torn era of the world that they live, they live in. And so that like gives you not only who the witch is and what the paradox is, because I mean, even. Are you even, already going further into the episode of what she was talking about with him? No, she was, she was literally like, what do you want to ask me? Cause that's what you were talking about when she was expressing how knowledgeable she oh, is to tempt him into sure talking to her. And so that's kind of, I thought that that was just amazing because again, you, they have these paradoxical aspects of what a witch is like in and of itself. Ekadana shouldn't be a problem, you know, like she just wants knowledge. She just wants knowledge um, from every facet, from every way of like possibly gathering knowledge in and of itself, the lust or the desire for knowledge. Well, let me say in and of itself, the desire for knowledge should not be problematic. That shouldn't be what like um, labels you as a witch. Right. But it's her lust. It's her extreme lust and desire for experimentation, as we'll later find out more and more about that makes her a witch. And it's so interesting because just like you were saying with the character, she's so fun. <laughs> she's so fun. But it isn't until the like later on that you, you realize, no, man, maybe she's not what I think she is. So, yeah, I thought that that was very, very clever of them to pack all that in. And this, my friends, is what happens when you have to go and look for your phone and you get back <laughs> to the mic and you're like, yeah, did you, like why did you have to share that though? Like why? Yeah, I do. 
Because you're like, <laughs> you, you didn't you, know. You, but oh, you didn't you went know. Way like, uh, come on. No, that's what I wanted to share before is that exact part. Like, I just thought that was very clever, very great. Good so, anyway, back to the actual story. Thank you. Thank that you. is Thank the story. You. That was my point. Sheesh, Icarus. Uh, there's shorter ways to wrap that point up. Anyway. Hello, kettle. <laughs> I'm the pie guy. I'm supposed to do it. So you're you're, a, just you're the pie. Okay. For the it. seasoning, not for the whole course. You're just here to season. Oh, sure. There you go. All right. I'm just going to do that while I finish talking about my points. I'll let you get back in later. Anyway, we're back. So they're talking. But we never left. You're muted. I know. <laughs> Yeah, that's all folks no but anyway so they're talking they're like she's asking them all these questions she's trying to entice them as prima diva so eloquently explained in a three-page essay hey 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 um keep it moving i'm trying you you, you move it, it. So, so yeah so she does that and then subaru is just like all right how i get out of here <laughs> She's he's like she's wait, like wait 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 what ask me anything ask <laughs> me any like and he's like oh well if I ask you to let me out you gonna let me out right she's like what, uh, what? you don't want to know that. blah 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 wait, I mean, what you don't want to know about the witch of sloth and blah 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 like she just starts menacingly going over the fact that. This witch did this. This witch did that. But the witch of um, Envito. She also talked about. Uh, she mentions the witch of sloth. Segment? I'm going to say it was sloth that no. she mentioned. Um, she literally tells you where the dragon is. Oh, actually that might've been, I think it was sloth. I don't, I don't know that it was sick. I don't know if it was, I sloth. think it was sloth because she wanted to sleep or she wanted to, to oh, rest yeah, no, or that makes sense. <laughs> That's or totally something like that. That like is a, what she said. Let a let a dragon across the waterfall so she could finally get some rest. Yeah, led the world dragon or something like that. But she she's didn't even about define it. it. That's what was so great about it. You know exactly who she's talking about. I think as she did define she it. I think she dragon. was very articulate about what she said at that point. But anyway, so like they're saying all of these different things and they're introducing all of the other witches. Um. Well, they're silhouettes. You know how anime does. They even though they have literally shown you what the witches look like at the end of the last episode. Right. You don't know that. But, but you don't know which, you. which witches are which, and you don't know what yeah. they are, you know, so it's still um, exciting. It's, yeah. It's, it's just a weird thing that anime does to me because you could like, who was, like if you could literally Google search the people now, so it's like less advantageous for you to do it. But anyway. <laughs> so, um, she basically starts talking to him and, um, tells him because Suru pays attention to nothing. He was literally trying to get back to Amelia. He walks up, he drinks the tea that she offered. She's like, yeah, that was my bodily fluids. Yo. I mean, no, like let's, let's clarify. He didn't just drink. It's not like he sat down at the table and took a no, sip. No, she said, come this sit fool. and have tea. Like, <laughs> like we have tea. And then he just walks up like, all he right, up to I don't the know table what's going on. And gulps it, trying to get out of there. Um, like, yeah, this tea isn't really, isn't all that bad. Actually, what is it? Bodily yeah, fluids. <laughs> and that's literally how it happens. She's like, what? You're like, what? what? It's produced here. Um, 
she tells him immediately, like, hey, you're the one who killed the... She doesn't say the archbishop, but she says something about... You killed... Um, Sloth. Sloth, But right? anyway, you, yeah. you killed him. And with that, you gained his witch factor. Right. Which... I feel is a new revelation or a way they're going about this in the anime because I don't feel like that was um, apparent, but it does make um, things that happen later more actualized. See, what I was going to mention was what we talked about last episode when I was saying that they they like completely skipped over a whole aspect of the moment between him and uh, Beatrice because in the reading... He like there was a whole reaction or something happening between Beatrice and him where he see he saw the way that Beatrice was looking at the at the gospel mm-hmm. and then something in him was like, No, don't give it to her. Like and even she warned him at that moment in the reading, you know, you need to be careful with that. You need to be very, yeah. very careful. And so we kind of got that before in the reading, but I like that they decided to reveal it in this moment. Well, here's another thing that they've done here. Um, that makes things later on make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere along the line, he does end up using unseen hand. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, he. D- okay, we don't have to talk about it no more. Let's not talk about it anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to blow it. I had already stopped. That's I wasn't going to talk gonna about let that. You guys know, see, see yeah, what happened you did there? that to yourself. No, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I just did. said yeah, no. You did. You I did that did to the exactly audience. what I wanted to do. <laughs> That's what you should have did to yourself the first um, time. So. She basically explains something, and the witch factors will get explained in this season because um, it hasn't really been something that they've delved into. But they are going to delve into it. It is going to be very emotionally intensive um, with how they explore it, but you guys will be all right. So anyway, so she begins. They have this conversation. They they move a little bit forward. He asks to leave. She's like, you know, he tells her, hey, I'll, I'll come back later. I just need to go and check this thing. And she's like, eh, I can't believe you say that to a dead person. You know, this is the witch's graveyard. I'm, I'm a soul. And she's lamenting um, their conversation, but in her way. What you'll learn about Ekadana is she is, she's Sheldon without being. Um, really? She's Sheldon. You think with, so? Without you- being like extra with it. So she's. She knows a lot more to be more natural about her feelings, to be more surprised in, in, in this, that, and the third. She is all about her results. Exactly. Does this reach or high or, or testing hypothesis um, and seeing things through? So she goes through that, the whole gambit of that in her mind without real emotions. It seems like emotions, but you'll see later on. Anyway, fast forward, because we're about halfway through and we haven't even got past Tea Party. But not much else happens really after this. Oh, um, well, I don't want to say that. Not a whole lot happens after this, because we're not going to, like, just in general. Uh, like you can, it, it, The rest of it does go by pretty quickly. Um, You're right. So they get, he, he gets kicked out. Um, when he runs out of this temple that he's arrived in, he sees Otto laid out on the ground. He sees the carriage... Um, standing in front of him with trash and he runs to the carriage. Um, does he run to the carriage before or after this person talks to him? Well, what happened first is as soon as he walks out of the thing, 
he hears somebody speaking and he starts lifting off the ground and that's oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, he threw him <laughs> so someone throws him blonde haired kid which not we'll get there can okay. I get like this is what I'm saying I just was asking you have the, 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 no, no you don't have to ask I got it you got it <sighs> two minute time out like just oh terrible oh. so he's thrown in the air he lands by the carriage. He doesn't even, he's not sitting there like, uh. He just gets up, runs to the carriage, and is like, is Amelia okay? That is what you would call a ride or die. Like, oh, yeah. I. Oh, yeah. Get out of here. Really? Get out of here. I didn't ask you to come back yet. Fine. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, he, uh, blah, 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 blah. Really? Looks at her. <laughs> Um, well, before he looks at her, because this is more towards the conclusion of everything. Um, he the the guy who threw him runs up on him. He's like, "Hey, we know Frederick." He's like, "Okay, I still want to smash your face in." Yeah. He's like, "Don't you want to know how we know her or anything like that?" Nah, not really. And then he, you know. Uh, de-escalates the situation by explaining um, to which at that point he has to auto apologize or he apologizes to Otto because I guess he erupted him up a little bit he's like I basically got beat up for nothing and you're over here saying whatever which is funny because it's also foreshadowing mm. and it's funny yeah like they're doing like they are literally throwing on just the most foreshadowing ever um, which again is great. That lets you know exactly how far they're going to go in this yeah. season. And it gives you a lot of information that you, that, you know, you viewers will really enjoy going back and rewatching this. You know, this, it'll be fun to go back to. Cause they, they do, they will do a lot of callbacks. That is pretty much what ReZero is. And the fact that they restart, they redo the callbacks mean a lot more because it doesn't lie to you. Mm-mm. It doesn't, put a shroud over your eyes they tell you the honest truth at every moment that they can and the best shows i feel do that. Um, they give it to you up front and you don't even realize it's in front of you because you'll start looking at something else because you're in the moment you're like in a this but they're really saying everything they need to say anyway so he introduces himself he's garfield he's frederica's little brother um they don't say that and they'll get to that later, but just know that that's a thing. Um, they have a conversation with him about a lot of different things. He tells him what the sanctuary is. That's also a whole bunch of like, there are so many landmines of things that are going to pay off before the end of the season, which are really, really good. Um, they pull up to the small village that is in sanctuary. Um, Rams, they're waiting on them. Um, they go out to talk to her. Subaru's looking a little, a little sad because this is first time seeing Ram. He does still deal with the feelings of um, what happened with Ram and the mm-hmm. fact that no one remembers, but he still wants to apologize. Yeah. Um, because he still wants her to ask about her too. Yeah. He, well, he just wants her did, to be remembered. I feel like she did tell him, "Hey, you know, watch out for her." Oh yeah. <laughs> when he when he when she knew, I think before they. Before they left the mansion. Before they left off, yeah. And um, you just, you see the anguish on his face. And this is like Subaru in his 
weakened state. Like he can seem confident in a lot of ways in, in how they show him. Um, but he also does not understand. And whenever he's in a moment of not understanding, it's kind of been a, a bit of a break for us that are watching, but then it just kind of expounds and, and, and grows from there. Um, so he's about to talk to her, but you know, Amelia kind of stops him and is like, Hey, we need to, to get inside. And he's like, well, you know, thank you for that. Cause you know, I still feel, you know, I feel a way about it or whatever. They go inside to Roswell. I'm not going to say my favorite phrase today, but he is, he is just a terrible person. We don't um, like him right now. <laughs> I don't think I ever will even anyway. So they begin to talk with him. He's bandaged up. He doesn't have his makeup on. Um, he just looks like a regular old dude with two colored eyes. Um, and they're talking about like what happened, how did he get injured and all these things. Um, so he says a couple things to Subaru um, that will indict himself a little bit later. <laughs> but the big takeaway of this conversation is more so how he reacts to Amelia. So Amelia is only using the words that he's used. Um, so he said, you know, this is where the witch of greed died. You know, you consider this to be a witch graveyard kind of thing to which she then responds, repeating him. And it's like, so this is where the witch of Ekadana. Yeah. And he says it in, and it's in, <laughs> in such a way that you're like, whoa, okay. Sorry. Didn't know I was stepping on a, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's worth mentioning too. That before he left, I don't know if we mentioned it earlier, but um, Echidna told, uh, Echidna told Subaru he could not speak to anybody about, like, their meeting. So she totally shut his mouth on that. And she also gave him the ability to test the trials, which you don't know what about um, it at the very beginning until we get to exactly where we are right now. So, But she also removes the memory. He doesn't have the yeah, memory. He can't, he, so he it's can't not like she just it. said to him she literally removed the memory yeah. of the fact that they met so just to it's clarify the, the on her clarification the on the what you need to know and that goes back to the vows and um, the secrets we talk or the promises we talked about a few episodes yeah we back. talked about that That's definitely vows and things are very important in this world to reiterate um they are covenants they are contracts yes. it is not to be played with um if you say i vow to be with you for the rest of my life in that world, that's what that means. <laughs> like, it means yeah. that if I decide to separate from you, my soul will literally start depleting and I will probably die before I get or whatever far away. You know, that'd be interesting to animate. But anyway. Um, but anyway, so they're talking about it. And then Garfield come Garfield, because we used to call him Garfield. Garfield. Uh, that's what Garfield. Is what I used to call him, Garfield. Oh, I, I don't think I ever said that, but okay. I used to call him Garfield because <laughs> that's what it spelled like. And I mean, when it's like Garfield. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so he comes in, basically says that um, Roswell got hurt because he tried to take the trials. And they're talking about like, eh, what are the trials? So then he starts explaining to them, okay, here's the deal. She's a half elf and she can't leave. Um, basically she has to overcome these trials 
These trials will release the barrier. You can't leave here until you do that. And neither can the Arlem Arlem, uh, villagers. We're holding them hostage. Yeah. We're feeding them. We're not going to hurt them unless we need to. Um, You know, three hots and a cot. This is what this is. Really? (laughs) Um, Three hots and a cot. Nice. So, you know, it's it's intense, but it's not as intense as it should be. Um, So, which you'll see that later on. So, anyway. Now, they leave from there to meet in the actual sanctuary, in the actual church, cathedral, which is strange given Ekadana's thought process and lifestyle. Maybe it was for um, her. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but I think it was just probably one of her one of her weird experiments. Anyway. Probably. So now they're coming to talk to the villagers. Um, and they've already been told basically what's going on. You guys can't leave until this happens. Subaru comes in to tell them, like, hey, I know you guys know that we can't leave until these trials have been passed. And uh, we have someone, there's someone who can do the job. And they're like, oh, is it you? He's like, well, I wish I could do it, but no. (laughs) Again, memory gone. Emilia walks in and uh, she begins to talk with him. And this is the first moment where she wins over the villagers. Right. Um, there's an actual connection. And she says the chief of the village was the old lady who pinched Subaru's butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Season. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and said it made her younger. Made her feel um, young again. Because yeah. everybody's just attracted to that guy um, in his orbit of personality and just how he seems to get people. Um, something that I don't think he attributes a lot to himself. He does not give himself a lot of credit for it, um, which he should, but does not. I think we'll deal with that a little um, bit, too, in this season. Oh, no, no, no. They're going to definitely yeah. deal with that. Uh, next episode, actually. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. So um, she talks to them, and she says, or the chief says to Amelia, hey, why did you bow your head to us again? And she says, I don't really have an articulate reason for that. I just want to protect you. I didn't promise the other villagers that I would bring you back, but I'm promising that to myself. Um, she gives it in this real campaign campaign speech kind of way, but it's more natural to her. Yeah. It, it's to her, but it's that kind of uh, speech. And so they say, well, we just hope that you can accept our friendship. And she says, well, I hope that you can accept my friendship. And there's this cool moment. Yeah. Um, they leave out, and uh, Ram says to Subaru, I can see a change in her. What'd you do? Said, well, I don't always have to do something for her to change. She can change on her own. Huge, impactful line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pay attention to that. Pay attention to the the um, developments throughout this season. So now they fast forward to um, Amelia actually taking the trials, which means she's going to walk into the temple. She's walking up to the temple. It begins to glow a um, a neon, teal, blue, yeah. Yeah. greenish kind of thing. Um, to which Garfield responds, hey, this is a sign that she's been accepted by the trials and that she can take them. Subaru looks over. He said, you know, uh, why not, Why haven't you taken the trials or something like that? Yeah. To which he basically says, I mean, I would if I could. Again. Um, <laughs> you know. 
Little moments. Little small moments. So she goes in, and it's basically the temple is supposed to stay lit until she's done with the trial, apparently, is, is how they yes. are proposing it. But, of course, in ReZero fashion, the um, light immediately basically well, goes what, out. What feels like immediately, yeah. I mean, it's I probably a little bit of time, but passed, it's not like a yeah. lot, a lot of time. Yeah. It's, it's really not a lot. Um, to which Subaru's like, you, because no one, he doesn't understand what's going on. Um, he says to himself, I'm about to run in here and get her, and I'll just yell back um, once I got to her. So as he's running up to the trials, the building begins to glow. Now, if you'll remember, as Prima, Dama, Prima Diva has stated before, that Ekadana told him that I'm going to bless you with the ability to take these trials. Right. Um, so he runs in. Um, he runs in, he sees her, and when he sees her, he falls and passes out. He wakes up in a bed in a room with a lot of anime figurines, and a gentleman runs and jumps on him, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, I feel like he says, wake up. He something. says, good morning, my son. That's what he says, good morning, my son. So, yeah, it's his dad. And so... Which is uh, there was a couple. There was a couple things I missed as we're at the end of this episode. Um, this breakdown is just kind of walking you through it that you should kind of pay attention to. Um, Egadana does have a conversation with him, saying that she gave him that drink so that they would be able to have a little bit more time together, and that the factor that is in him would not interfere. Yeah, she mentioned specifically that she had um, the Witch of Envy's factor included in the tea. Some like some part of the Witch of Envy's yeah. abilities included in the tea, so that they could talk. Yeah, so they wouldn't be interrupted, um, which makes a lot of sense about a, a couple things that are coming up. But anyway, this, these, the next episode or the next two episodes, depending upon how they do it, are going to be tough. Um, if you have any social anxieties, um, if you're a recluse, if you are a shut in, if you feel that you are neat, uh, we did a whole episode on this, um, and, and kind of talking about that. If you feel any of that, these next episodes or episodes, just depending upon how much they decide to do, cause they've been packing a lot into these episodes is going to be a little difficult if they're going to do it kind of how we read it and they've been pretty spot on with doing things like that um so just prepare yourself it's gonna be very introspective um i remember reading it and i had a lot of emotions about how i feel i connect with that and we'll probably well not even probably we'll we'll talk about that in the in the next episode and kind of break that down but um to give a general synopsis um this episode was just setting up where they are um it's setting up a lot of things that are to come that are very impactful. They are going to build these characters out. They are not going to just leave you with Subaru being the only person who grows and learns things. You are about to learn these characters, learn why they're important, learn their motivations, um, learn their aspirations and learn why they all trust Subaru so much and how they can then find that saying, trust in themselves um, how they will then want to reach for the future and what that means. Um, and I'm excited for you guys to watch it. 
I hope that when you guys uh, listen to these things, that it makes you more um, willing to try it out. You know, we break these things down in, in a way that I hope is reaching you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but if you have any um, concerns or things that you would like to see us do, Primitive is about to do her thing, so you'll know where to do that at. If you'd like to get into contact with us, you can get at us on social media on Twitter at Gray Area Anime One. You can hit us up on Instagram at Gray Area Anime. And you can also email us at Gray Area Anime at gmail.com. We also have that Facebook pop in for those of you who have been listening there. Thank you so much at Gray Area Anime on Facebook. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys in the next one. It's a one and a two and a peace.